Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about erased which was a recommendation from angel uh down in chile so thank you very much for the recommendation it was a very much appreciated i agree i honestly i thought we saw this before mainly because of the um the uh oh crud what's it called um the cover like the uh shoot what do you call it um the cover art okay and i, I mistook it for something we actually have watched before called another Yes, but before all of that, uh, we were just kind of talking about the patron-exclusive choices that are currently up for vote right now uh, and our our feelings over them and kind of surprised at the fact that Rick has not seen, still hasn't seen Godfather, has not seen Taxi Driver, uh, which is one of the recommended, uh, or I would say, a little bit more recommend more than recommended. I urge people to, to preferably vote for taxi driver <laughs> over Dragon Ball Evolution, which is another one of the choices, which is currently winning. Uh, sadly, um, it's the only thing it'll ever win. Right. That's right. because people don't love us that much. I guess. Sorry. Uh, but if you want to catch a part of that wider conversation, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month gets you access to that bonus content and more. Also, if you want to help support us through other means and don't want to do uh, the Patreon thing, we can certainly, uh, you can also use the affiliate links that we have in the description for Rice Stuff Anime. Using that link and buying anything on the website will, on there will help us uh, get a little bit of a kickback, so it's very much appreciated. Or you can go to our own merch shop, store.featuredanimepodcast.com, and buy some merch from there. That does also help us out as well. And it is very much appreciated. Uh, now on to the me and brotatoes. <laughs> uh, Erased uh, mm-hmm. came out in January 2006 and aired all the way through March 2006. Uh, producers for it are Aniplex, Kodokawa, Fuji TV, just to name a couple for the producers. Studio for it is A1 Pictures. Uh the genres for it are mystery, supernatural, uh, sending, suspense, psychological, and time travel. It's based off of a manga, and there are twelve episodes. I and before we get into it, I will I will say something that I didn't know until just fairly recently. Mm-hmm. Aniplex, Aniplex, yes, and A One Pictures are the same company. I don't recognize A One. A One's done done other. A1's done other shows. A1 has has done a lot of other anime. Okay. So, like, they're super popular? Well, being that they are part of Aniplex. But you might recognize them from shows such as Sword Art Online, Your Lion April, no Fairy shit. Tale, Darling in the Frogs. That's a wide array. Darling in the Frogs and uh, 
<laughs> and fairy tale. <laughs> Not necessarily the same art style, story, genre. Right. Blend S is another one. Why does that sound familiar? It's the cafe one that we watched where the where the one of the baristas that are in there, they just unwilling unwittingly end up just being demeaning and looking down on people all the time and not even trying to. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds like something we've watched. Yep. And then there's although zero just they've they've done a lot. Sweet. Okay. I mean, I can't really so, I can't really say anything bad because if they're part of Amniplex. Amniplex. Like, Amniplex. Well, you can you can say it incorrectly or you can learn how to read and say hey, Amniplex. It's not about reading. When you listen, it's Amniplex. Well, you can clear out the earwax too and just saying. <laughs> just saying. I mean, you, you can keep just saying. Uh, if the earwax is blocking that, then it's blocking the, the incorrect correction you keep trying. I, I just always hear amniplex. That's because that's what so you want I, that's to what I've always gone with. I'm, Regardless I'm of whether gifted. or not you want I'm, to continue on with that is up to you. But <laughs> I'm phonically gifted. You're you're something. That is that is for sure. <laughs> oh goodness! Yeah, no. There's there's so many amniplexes, uh, rather uh, shows from amniplex that I thoroughly enjoy. And now apparently A1 as well, because I'm a huge fan of Fairy Tale. And the only thing I really dislike about Fairy Tale is how long it took to get the final season out. Right. Well, I haven't seen anything by Amniplex, but I have seen Aniplex. And the shows that are <laughs> produced by them are generally really, really good. So, <laughs> I mean. We'll just have to agree to agree with one another at this point. Right. <laughs> oh man uh, i'm gonna get a recording and i'm gonna just like i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to pay someone to digitally prove i'm right right all i have to do is actually just look at a actual show that they produce and you know and i mean we, we just watched one i'm pretty sure mm-hmm. yeah we did they were one of the they were one of the producers like i said and kodokawa was also a part of it as well so which just speaks to the volume at which they are great, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree with that. The, while the show was good, and it says 12 episodes, it really honestly was only 11 episodes. Why do you say that? Because you had an entire episode that was a recap. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. We did have one episode that was nothing but recap. But it, I, I would argue that it was warranted. I enjoyed this every episode. I didn't feel like was any it? were unnecessary. Was it? Yeah, I liked every last episode. Which one do you think was unnecessary? Uh, the recap episode. Was it a recap or was it? Uh, well, I guess it yeah, was. It was. Uh, it was uh, a let's fill you in on everything up to this point to make sure that you're caught up. That's what that was. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. I have no complaints whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's not a 10. I, I, you know, I'm not going to say that, but uh, it, it's definitely it, not. It wasn't bad. I will say that it was not bad, but I will also say I found it to be, found it, you know, quite predictable. Really? Yeah. It's like, oh, there's hmm. a murderer. Someone, someone like it's someone murdered our main protagonist's mom, like right away. Right. Mm-hmm. 
they go back. He goes into the school and you see the teacher and I'm like, it's going to be the teacher and everything that like played throughout the whole thing, just like fed right into it. It's like, yep, that makes sense. If if he's the guy, yep, that totally makes sense. Like almost hundred percent. Sure. That makes sense. hundred percent. You know, and like the, just the progression for, for everything right off the bat for me was like butterfly effect, you know, too, at the same time. I've never seen that show. Well, it's not a show. That movie. It's a movie, but it's, it's based off of a theory. You know, you make one change and it ripples and changes a bunch of other things. Yeah, I can. Yeah. Whether it be small or large, it's up for debate. No, if someone bat- travels back in time, 50,000 years, what ends up happening is, you know, they, they sneeze and all of a sudden there's a tsunami happening, <laughs> happening somewhere in the world, you know? Jeez. I didn't think it was that. I, I, I've heard that like, you know, the, the flap of a bu- flap of a butterfly wing in Japan will cause a tsunami in Florida, which is, you know, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting to- theory not going to happen but basically what it's saying is is you know for every action there is a reaction and the butterfly effect means if you change one thing everything else changes at the same time too like there's a whole cascading stream of events that happen yeah there was an ashton kutcher film that basically did something similar to that but he kept getting what worse and worse outcomes yeah well i mean depends on your viewpoint of worse it was like for some people it was better for some people, it was worse. Less desirable for our main character. Yes. That's, that's what I'll go with as far as uh, the idea of worse. Okay. Um, in this one, he... Honestly, I felt like he was probably the most human character we've seen in a while. Um, because his failures, if you call them that, didn't seem... Uh, forced is the wrong way to put it. His reaction to the failures that he was seeing, that he, that he was part of felt genuine and he's like nothing i'm doing is making any change whatsoever until it did and you're like sweet he wasn't wasting his time he wasn't um well it's it's not that it's it's for him it so for him he calls it revival and whenever he sees a butterfly that flies across the way He's like, oh, I know it's going to happen. And it's usually between one and five minutes. And I look for anything out of the ordinary. And he's able to know, like, in general, what the overall repercussions are if he doesn't do something. Like, it's usually, it's never, it's never like, oh, I have a revival. I get to play the lottery again. Yay, I win or something like that. No, it's like, it could have been. He, he could have used it for that. He could have, but he doesn't. What it ends up being is is he puts himself in peril to save someone else's life in general. No, what I personally noticed is it happened a lot when it dealt with children. We, yes. His revival had something to well, do with kids most of the time. He, even as an adult, he would get the revival, and he's like, what's changed? What's What's the problem? And he's like, oh, shit, that car's about to run over a kid. Yeah, but... We only see him do it two times, and it's in relation to that. Mm-hmm. And then we see it two more times, but it's not in relation to that immediate thing. So, what I found really interesting was the time travel aspect of it. You know, time travel, do- granddaughters aside, 
Um, <laughs> you know, when he goes back 15 years, he, uh, you know, he has the opportunity to try and right the wrongs of things that have, that had happened or not 15 years, 18 years. He goes back 18 years. Yeah. I was going to say, I could have sworn it. What he, he was in a coma for 15 years yes. when, when everything was said and done. Yeah. But he went but back 18 was... years cause he was 29, went back to yeah. age 11. And so, well, 10, 10, 11. It's like within Something a few like weeks was... of him being 11 years old. So yeah, 18 years regardless. Right. Yeah. And the turn of events that end up happening. So that way he kind of like follows through everything and how he puts his knowledge of the events that had happened back then and able to piece it together from the current timeline that he was in is shows that he genuinely every single time has always put thought into it, that he just didn't let those actions or those, uh, moments pass him by idly like he chose to be proactive and it i glad i am really glad that they as the show progressed on you got to see more of that and you got to see more of his true self come through because at the very beginning they even say you know i wish you would show more of yourself in this work i wish you would show more of who you are in your art because he was trying to be a manga artist and the stories he had were decent, but they just didn't have that special something to, to separate them. I think is the way that it was said because I watched it subbed and dubbed, but what about you? Uh, just subbed. Well, surprisingly the dubbed version wasn't that different. Um, and I kind of, I, I don't like saying it because it makes me sound not good. <laughs> um, but I prefer the dubbed version of this a lot okay. more than the subbed only because it just seemed the words. Yeah. They changed a little bit. Like one of them was like, don't let it find your stomach and don't eat this food on the way on to the delivery. You know, right. you know, right. as, as the weak jokes that you usually get from coworkers go, right. Um, this, the, the translation, while it wasn't identical, it was, um, faithful to the material. Does that make sense? I guess. Like the what 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 was said came through, not necessarily how it was said. Right. Okay. So, and I I found I like the mom's voice actor on the dub way more than the sub. So. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, like everyone's entitled to their opinion, and I will say that <laughs> there's uh certainly a number of of anime that I've seen that where I've. 100% preferred the the dub over the sub one that we reviewed I can tell you right now uh my first uh my first girlfriend is gal I actively tell people don't watch the subs watch the dubs and as you know I'm a very big advocate for dubs over subs it's my personal preference but even I even I am like reverse that or subs over dubs yeah, yeah sorry so prefer subs yeah, no, over I, dubs I just didn't want but, you correct didn't want you get that no you're good Thank you. Uh, but even I am like, watch the dubs on this, man. This is so don't watch the subs, watch the dubs. The dubs well, are just you're usually a, you're usually the type of person that's, you know, watch the dubs for comedic value, not for actual viewing pleasure. Right. Well, Whereas I mean, like here, I'll, I'll watch it both ways. Right. It, given the time, I will watch it both ways. Yeah. You know, if mm-hmm. so, 
and f- both more so for the for the view viewing pleasure. It's one for the more aesthetic. Uh, if I'm watching it dubbed, I'll more so want to watch it dubbed if I really want to focus on the visuals. So if I feel like there's a lot of visuals that I'm missing because I'm trying to keep up with the subs, I will go to dubs just to just to make sure that I haven't missed anything. You know, while I watch, it. I got you. That that makes sense. Because, that makes sense because because it's easier to to view essentially. Yeah. You don't yeah. have to go look down, look up, look down, look up. Yeah. Even though after a while, subs feel more natural mm-hmm. somehow. True. Um, true. I, I I get I get what you're saying. So so I I can understand 100 percent why you would why you would prefer the dubs over over the subs. I mean, especially given the visuals in this. The visuals in this they weren't. They weren't top notch, but they weren't lacking, and they they certainly made it worthwhile. And yeah. when it came to how the characters carry themselves, how the characters specifically look, how they interact, and the in the finer details that they really wanted to try and focus on, really honestly came through mo- a majority of the time, which is really really nice. I kind of have a question for you. Yes. Did the mom look like she had Botox to you? She always looked like that. She always had big, full lips. No, no, I, I agree. She always did. But, like, I, I didn't see it at first. And then my wife was like, does she have that? I'm like, wait. Yeah, she. Okay, okay. I didn't see that before. Oh, I noticed it right away. Because I thought at first, like, oh, it's her with, like, Botox. She's older, older lady and everything like that. And then when they traveled back in time and showed her younger, I was like, oh, no, her lips are just meant to be naturally fuller <laughs> just just naturally plump yep basically yeah it was awesome oh uh, the the story was very well well told it was well done it was well written the the interactions for everyone that happened in the story is solid you can't you know like like obviously everyone's gonna have their viewpoints and opinions on it which is natural which also makes us very very you know very great at being our own individual creatures yeah like this whole thing was really well done it was it kept individuals thinking and what i really liked was the fact that every time he'd go back and do a reset or a revival which i always thought was kind of an odd odd reference like did somebody die and then that's why kind of thing um well i mean like i'm assuming that's why right because usually the ones that we've seen usually were a result of deaths with the exception of the last one where he yeah. kind of like forced, forced it to happen. Yeah. Forced it to happen more so than anything else. Yeah. Like I thought that was kind of cool. He had some kind of accidental control over it. Let's call it. Yeah. The last um, hoorah. Yeah. But now my kind of thought process on it, do you think that it was a desire born from regret because he kind of didn't do that until after his classmate disappeared and he felt super guilty. Like I I should have done more. I could have been more. He had the classic survivor's guilt. No, it, it wasn't so much that it was when he was being arrested for that last one. It was when he saw the guy who, uh, who, who framed him. Right. So the, yeah. the the thing is, is the killer framed other people to take the fall for what was happening. Yeah, the killer was int- very intelligent. Right. Um, and and how 
how he chose his victims were they were people that were generally isolated they were ostracized from the group or or you know like who were traditionally alone a majority of the time had something in common amongst amongst them so that way it was easy for him to tie it to a particular person and that's how you get away scot free yeah that's how he would get away scot free and one of the one of the main characters uh kayo who who was originally killed she's uh an abuse victim like her mother abuses her and everyone else everyone else makes a comment on like oh i've seen it i've just been afraid to say something or anything else like that you know it's like coming up with a variety a number of excuses coming up with any reason to have not said or done anything pretend like it's not there and for him for satoru uh satoru he he chooses to act on it and i feel like it's in a way what his life events leading up constantly interacting and acting on those events led him up to that point to where he would jump back 18 years to right these wrongs the 18 year jump yeah felt a bit uh a bit of a stretch because every other time before that was one to five minutes yes and he was like something's not right something needs to change something's bad yeah what is it that kind of thing and it's i think it's kind of cool because there's a there was a study done i forget what it was but it was basically when you see something bad going on, right? Unless you're a special kind of person, unless you've got a, a, a rather strong moral compass, let's call it. Mm-hmm. Um, people in general want to avoid conflict. And if you're in a crowd of people, right? Yeah. And you see some, some bad stuff going on. Let's say some person's abusing their kid uh, physically, or you've got uh, a couple who are becoming a little too aggressive with each other the man's physically assaulting her or the woman's verbally destroying this man and everyone around them will either take out their phone or awkwardly avoid eye contact. And when some, there was a study done of like a, what would you do in this situation? And most of the people involved were just like, there's, there's other people around. They, they can, they can step up. Why does it have to be me? And And he became, everyone's me essentially yeah. yeah well it's it's not not just that right it's like you also have people that that ideally will put themselves like oh i totally would step in i would totally yeah totally do that and then when put in that situation the mentality the viewpoints when actually confronted with it their their fight or flight instincts kick kick in and their instincts is is flight because they don't want to get involved. Yeah. Like why put yourself in harm's way when it's unnecessary right. is, is a very popular mentality of self-preservation. And I can't really say that's wrong, you know, yeah. but you know, I go back to the whole part of it. It takes a special kind of person to interject and insert yourself into a situation that you're not completely aware of mm-hmm. and you risk being wrong. Um, on the chance that you could be right. And again, everyone else is either taking out their phone and you and I have had this conversation before. We're like, that's the problem with society. You're not willing to help. You're just willing to record and get views. Yeah. Like when, when some shit goes down, like world star, that kind of thing. When a world star event happens, I know a fair amount of 
people I interact with who have been in situations where they're like, well, I, you know, taking evidence recording is, is just as helpful as if you were to step in and help because you're, you're collecting evidence, you're helping in that manner. I'm like, no, that's, that's not helping. That's encouraging. (laughs) There's a difference. And then we get in a huge fight afterwards, but that's, and a lot of that unfortunately comes back to the whole, what would I do? I would love to be like, oh, I'd step in. I would do this. I would, but I would also be very afraid of the ramifications of what it would look like if I were to interject myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and he's not thinking of that. He is thinking results. He doesn't care what it looks like. Even if he gets embarrassed by it, he knows what's right and he goes after it. Yeah. And I think that's really awesome. It is. It is really, it is really awesome that he's like that. And he, and like I had said, you know, he inspires other people to start taking action for things that they were blind to in the show, you know, or not that they were blind to that. They were like stepping off to the side and be like, ah, it's somebody else's problem. It's not our problem. Or, you know, they, they weren't being as proactive in it as they could have been. Yeah. You know, that's fair. And, uh, one of his, one of his friends too, uh, uh, Kenya, he, he immediately picks up on that. Uh, Satoru is not the exact same as how he was like, he's changed. And he even straight up asks him that. I mean, who are you? Yeah. Who are are you? you What have you done? Right. But the thing is, is it's, it's not like he's anyone else. He's just a, a wiser, smarter version that's already lived through events. Yeah. And I guess he's, <laughs> you know, I was just literally saying he's the kind of guy that will go through and not care about what it looks like to, because he knows it's right. Yeah. It's possible that he goes through it because he already knows the outcome, which is kind of cheating in my personal opinion. If, if you already know that, you know, dodge left, dodge right to avoid a fight or, you know, to, to avoid fists thrown. If you go into it, everyone else is going to be like, dude, you're awesome. This is cool. But it's. Well, the thing is, is it's not that he's going into it knowing what's going to exactly happen. And that's where the mentality and the, the brainstorming really tries to come into play, because he doesn't know who it is. He doesn't know who the main perpetrator is, who the killer is, who's the one that's going to inevitably kill her or the other victims, right? True. He he is just well, taking very proactive steps to try and prevent something from happening. And the results are, he just seems like he's doing, like he is like really, really smart. And he is, it's just, he has yeah. a, he has a one up on like, if I know if I don't do something, she will die. And that's the yeah, only thing. It's only... like, it's not that he's going in there, you know, dodging every, every, uh, punch and <laughs> kick and everything like that, acting like it's the matrix and just like blowing everyone away. It's no, he's like doing what he can. And it's even stumbled, across, stumbled, uh, upon, right? Like Kyo mm-hmm. is like, hiding in a thing and and satoru is like hey you should be totally safe here and then dude walks in doesn't know that kayo's in there he just know knows that she's not anywhere to be found and he's pissed off about that like i was like what the yeah, hell man you know pissed. my my murder that i was gonna do is just gone well his his own reasoning was quite interesting to me as well it was he was he, 
his reasoning was he goes off of so the teacher is is very vocal about reasons and stuff like that, and he tells a story about a Japanese folklore where the guy who's not a good guy goes to hell, and in his life he had saved a spider, and as thanks, the spider ends up giving him a lifeline out of hell. Buddha drops him a silk spider web or thread, spider thread um, to drag himself out of hell. And while he's climbing up, he notices that there are a bunch of other people climbing with him. And in his effort to see, I remember the story climbing, just a little bit differently. Uh, but okay, how do you remember it? Well, it's not that that he was coming up there. It's he fought everyone else to be the one that gets to climb up the string. And when he's climbing up, the thread snaps. Ah, see the one that was the difference between the sub and the dub. Right in the so, dub. The dub is, is more so along the lines of like he he's being given this opportunity and he's having to fight other people off versus where he's no he's not he's he's not fighting people off um, to get the opportunity he's fighting other people off so he's the only one with the opportunity right and that's why the thread breaks gotcha 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 because he didn't change his ways okay um yeah no the reasoning. I agree with you is great. How he ties it in is wonderful. And then how he also like references his own childhood at the same time too, like with the hamsters is also Mm -hmm. like how he chose, how he came to that conclusion, right? Like here's this event of what happens with the hamsters. And then he also ties it into this story at the exact same time. And then he ties it into the murders and everything that's going on, you know? Yeah. How he sees everybody with a thread and they're like, well, you guys got to go to Buddha. Yeah, you guys got to go bye-bye. Have fun, you know? And it's not like he he kills them all the same way. Everyone's killed in a, in a I want to say, in a different way, at least for the, the ones that we know of. Like, they, they weren't all killed the exact same way. I feel like they were all killed by with the cold, with something something to do with the freezing temperature. One of them, had, one of them was a fire, like um, arson. Oh, 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 the 17-year-old. Her, but also the fire when they were younger, because there were brickets and and everything needed for starting a fire. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's it's not that that he's uh you know like killing everyone with cold. It's just one of them was killed specifically with coldness because that's the opportunity that was given. You know, and it was easy enough for him to be able to. You know, it's easy for him to be able to tie in other people to doing it in, in a very particular way at the same time as well. See, that actually changes my perspective on it because I assumed, so when he kills uh, Kayo, right, he sprays her face and puts her in a freezer. It's a very peaceful way to go. You're, you're knocked out. You're not, you know, there's no pain. There's no torture. There's no. Well, doesn't um, even need to put her in a freezer. He just takes her out in the snow and she'll free. You'll freeze to death. The cold spraying, they they emphasize spraying her face, but it's just misting her with mm-hmm. a bottle of water will immediately yep. start lowering your body temperature. Correct. Spraying her head, I believe, is the specific part. But he also put her in a freezer. And then when she was done in the freezer, like dead, he brought her back to the shed. So that's why I thought that they were like, oh, so it's it's, it's kind of painless. And then when he kills our main character, or at least attempts it, it's in an ice river where he starts going numb and it's 
Yeah, it's it doesn't look good. I want to point that out, but it, it's, it's not, not nearly as painless either. It is it is it is pretty that that level of cold is pretty painful. Uh, but also when uh, Sachiko uh, Satoru's mother, she gets stabbed at the beginning. True. And frames Satoru with him being the one, and then you know the seventeen-year-old uh, Ari. Set on fire, tries to kill her by setting her on, by setting the house on fire. So, yeah, I didn't, I guess I can differentiate that because they're adults and I, in my head, the kids were a much more peaceful departure, let's call it. But that's just how I saw it. I've been wrong before. (laughs) But you also, you also, you know, as a result of, of everything that's going on, I'm also glad that you do get a true resolution to it, right? You get the resolution oh, of what's time. going on. You get the resolution of where everyone's at, the the overall outcome for everything in the end. Because, I mean, like, they could have just as easily just left it unresolved, you know? And super ambiguous to hopefully get a season two or a money grab. Right. No, but instead, I'm I'm glad that they really focused in on on getting it done you know getting it getting it getting the story taken care of i kind of feel like they respected the viewer in this yeah you know what i mean yeah like they respected the viewer in the sense of they didn't give you they didn't give you bs no you knew exactly what you wanted and they 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 delivered yeah so the music yeah. the opening and closing music i also really enjoyed and and if i remember correctly I, I think the the opening credits also kind of show you exactly who who the perpetrator is too, if I remember correctly. Like quickly, really? I believe so. Oh, you've better eye than I do. I watched it. I think the first three episodes, and then after that, I just started skipping it because <laughs> like, oh, it's not going to be new. And I listened to the first few seconds of the music. I was like, oh, same music, no change. That'd be kind of interesting if they just showed you who the perpetrator was, though. Well, I mean, like, they changed them just enough so that way you probably couldn't tell, but... Not immediately, at least, you know? Yeah. That's kind of cool still. If I remember correctly. If I remember correctly. I could be mistaken, which is very, very, very easily so. (laughs) Well, we've Um, all had that unfortunate happening once or twice. Yeah. I mean, so, if you were... If you didn't... They did a good job. I will say this before we get into the rating. They did a good job at leading you to people who were originally suspected and people who it also could have been as well. Yeah. They, they did a great job at, at leading everyone down the line for that. Well, he also made the bad guy kind of smart, you know, like the, it wasn't a purely evil guy. It was a smart guy. And I appreciated that. I appreciated that a lot because it made me feel like as the viewer that, they, they're not treating me stupidly. They're not treating me dumb. They think that um, whoever's watching this has a brain and they, they can use it. Yeah. So, but that's just my two cents. Yep. Well, I think this is a great spot for us to um, leave a rating, sir. So on a scale of up to 10, how would you rate it? So on a scale from one to 10, I would probably give this, I'm going to give it a solid nine. There was a few flaws that I found, but not many. The music was decent and fit everywhere. Um, I feel like I got the respect that I was due as the viewer. And I don't think anybody really got shortchanged. And I don't think there was any plot holes that I can really complain about, to be honest. 
Um, it is something that I would gladly show again. I actually showed my wife as as I watched the second playthrough because, like I said, I've seen this before. Maybe not in its entirety, but I've seen it before. And it was engaging. We had conversations about it. Not nearly as in-depth as you and I do, but... It was a good it was a good family conversation piece. Yeah, no, it is it is definitely a a a good good movie. So you so your overall score is is nine. Okay. Um I'm gonna go with an eight. I'm going with why? an eight because I like like I had said at the beginning, I immediately knew who the perpetrator was the second he came on scene. I was like, Oh, yep, yeah, that's the guy. Hundred percent. I was like, I would be surprised if it wasn't him. It was like, and then again, everything that happened, how he was, his talking, his interactions, everything, everything just like screamed. Yep. That's the guy. That's the guy. hundred percent. That is, that is the dude. That's the dude. I'll be surprised if it's not the dude. hundred percent. And then when it finally came to, it was like, would you look at that? <laughs> <laughs> Who could have called that? I'm pretty sure it was you. Yep, pretty sure it was me. But uh no, it was it was good. I would I would have definitely recommend it to other people. It was definitely worth the watch. I really enjoyed it. So it, there's there's no 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 getting around that. So next week we're gonna watch another series. It's okay. uh it's eleven episodes plus an OVA. And oh. it is called Link Click. Link Click. Okay. It's by an anonymous uh, recommender. They left uh, no name as to what they wanted to be called or anything. It was just blank. So thank you very much for that recommendation. We are going to watch it. And that'll be next week's choice. Sweet. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. Uh, if you feel like we got something right, something wrong, did it too much justice, not enough justice, just plain old, just being weird and creepy or anything else, let us know. <laughs> All the contact information is on our website, featuredanimepodcast.com. We also have a link to our shop there, a link to our Patreon there, as well as in every episode show notes, we do have affiliate links for where you can buy the manga at the very least or other stuff for right stuff anime. It is very much appreciated. If you do use those links and choose to buy something on there, we do get a little bit of a kickback. Or if you want to just have all the extra little fluff in the pre and post content cut out, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast, a dollar a month will get you access to the bonus content. Or if you just want the core show, just none of the Patreon affiliate links and all that other stuff. We have a, we have a, tier for you as well so that way you can just get the core show and again that's patreon.com slash featured anime podcast or you can join us in our discord we're always talking and hanging out in there or rather i'm always talking and hanging out in there <laughs> rick's more so lurking uh not like uh, not like our te teacher in this uh show yeah. but but he does he does lurk in there occasionally um but patreon.com slash featured anime podcast and featured anime podcast.com for everything else. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. And we can revive this one more time if necessary. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Later. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.